Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Attention pro athletes. Want to secure your financial legacy and thrive off the field? Oak Bridge Wealth Management, led by wealth manager Chris Anasetti, is your dedicated financial planning ally. But don't take it from me. Take it from the Dallas Cowboys' Tyler Biotish. He says, Chris set goals financially and has been incredibly impactful in my journey in the NFL. Experience our customized, comprehensive approach, trusted by top NFL players. Don't leave your financial success to chance. Connect with Chris on Instagram at OakbridgeWM underscore Anaceti. That's OakbridgeWM underscore A-N-I-C-E-T-E. And let Oakbridge Wealth Management guide you across the goal line. Welcome back to Believe in Badgers on the Believe Network, presented by BetOnline.ag and Oak Bridge Wealth Management. Once again, I'm Matt Perkins, joined, as always, by Badger legend, the Hebrew Hammer himself, Matt Bernstein. Bernie, how we doing today? Dude, every day on the podcast is a holiday. It's it actually is. a holiday today. It is. Happy Valentine's Day to people. Uh, dude, just looking forward, I mean, football's kind of over, which is sad, um, a culmination of the Super Bowl. However... You know, we got to talk Badgers all all offseason because it it's never exciting stops. what's going on. It never stops. And you know what? That's what makes sports great. But I, I feel that's what makes, you know, our Badgers so fun is that literally it keeps changing. Although I, I would like it to slow down. It is exciting because I think we're doing good things. So uh, before we get into it, two quick things. Uh, it is Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone out there. Happy Valentine's Day out there for all of my Parks and Rec fans. Happy 100th birthday to my grandmother. She is turning. She turned 100 technically yesterday. Uh, shout out to Grammy Jean out there in Maine, uh, who is living her best life at 100. Uh, super happy for her. So I uh, want to put that out into the world. Uh, also want to put out into the world a quick reminder that we are presented by betonline.ag, where they continue to be your number one source for all of your online sports wagering needs you name it they've got it over there at bet online head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit with our promo code believe that's b-l-e-a-v bet online where the game starts we are going to start here uh with a little bit of uh sort of news and notes around the badgers uh you know two-man show today um uh, starting us on a little bit of a sad note, uh, Greg Scruggs is leaving the Badger program to go to Michigan. Bernie hates Michigan. Uh, I think as much as he hates Minnesota, which is a little bit weird, but Bernie just really hates Minnesota. I hate losing Greg Scruggs because Bernie, you and I had the good fortune of, I think, talking to, I think, nine of the different position coaches from last season. And I felt like we, out of all the coaches, you and I at least bonded with Scruggs the most in a lot of ways. I mean, you obviously, like, as a running back, you were uh, obviously going to, you know, do, you know, do your thing with running backs coach. But I felt like Coach Scruggs brought a certain energy that, you know, is unique. And, you know, I, I for one, am going to miss him. Like, I, I think he's, an ex- even with the deficiencies of the defensive line, last year he's still one of my he was still one of my favorite coaches on staff but burn it's hard to fault a guy who's gonna get a 20 25 pay raise you know uh to go to ann arbor to go work for the you know for the reigning national champions even if they do have a new coach so you know 
sad to see him go, but it's also the state of college football in 2024. So sort of your thoughts here, Byrne. Well, you, you, you just culminated my thought in it's the state of college football in 2024. Um, also, listen, that guy's got a family and you're going to get paid 20% more. I think almost everyone would leave. Like, I, yeah, I hate to say it. Cause like the Badgers is to me the best, but I also played for the Badgers. I went to school there. You know, Scruggs didn't, this is not his, you know, like he wanted to be there, but if you get paid whatever more he's going to make, you know, it could be five, six figures. No one's staying. Nobody. Yeah. No, from what I've read, he he gets a hundred thousand dollar pay increase. A hundred thousand dollars. And I'm sure there's bonuses if you go to the playoffs and win the big 10 championships and all these things. And guess what? Michigan is sadly, I don't like it, but they are queued up to do it probably next year to go to the playoffs again. Who knows? So all I'm well, saying with a 12 is twelve team playoffs, also, definitely. Yeah, I mean, right. But but also you you said it like um, you know his his methodology, what he preached to us, and what he probably took into the room about making his guys men. Um, every coach does it, but he really hardly talked football with us, and he really talked making people holistically better humans, and you will become a better football player. And I thought that was really special. And his energy is. It's just something different uh, than I think, you know, coaches. Um, so I think Michigan's real lucky. And I, I sadly, I don't, you know, I wish him success, just not great success against the Badgers. But in this day and age, and you get paid a hundred grand more, dude, I would do anything. I mean, I, I sadly, I don't think anyone's sticking around for, you know, that, that puts you in a whole new tax bracket. Like it's just, it's a huge number. And I think, um, I wouldn't go to Michigan because, you know, F Michigan, but I uh, would consider a different place for a hundred. I might consider Minnesota for a hundred grand more. So I'm just, See, I would consider there. Michigan for a hundred grand more, but I wouldn't, I, I think it would take seven figures to get me to Minnesota. And I was going to say, Bernie, you, you jumped in the ice Hudson river last weekend for less than a hundred grand. <laughs> so I know you would do a lot for it. So um, also I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to get on my soapbox here for a minute. I saw, you know, more than a dozen Badger fans when they hear this news saying things like, don't let the door hitch in the ass on the way out. And if you said that, shame on you. No, no, no. Shame <laughs> on you for saying, like, I know it, it's like a fan thing, but like, I, I, that's a bad look for the University of Wisconsin, the people who represent the University of Wisconsin. Like, I, 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 I know, I know it's fan behavior. It, it's fan behavior. That's, I, for me, it's just like, well, listen, I, Matt Perkins, I mean, come on. Come like, let, let me play devil's advocate for one please. second. That's what, that's what you're here Somebody for. came in for one year. Like it's not, that's, you know, that's tough. I think it's tough to stomach. Now I understand it. First off, this is a business. Yes. Right. We're not 40 years ago where people came for 20 years and they stayed there. Mm-hmm. Right. And this is not new. When Barry Alvarez left, coach B fired a ton of guys or they, they were politely not asked to come back. Yep. Right. The change of regime changed and people were in and out and people left. And then the same thing with coach Chris and the same thing with fickle. And it's not just Wisconsin. It's everywhere. I, I, I believe that people's opinions are, are, I, I, I understand them. Now, if you have a family and you can get paid a hundred thousand dollars more, that is a college tuition. Like you, you know, if you do 10 years like that, you don't have to pay for, I mean, you paid for college, you made a million extra dollars like so i don't so i i hear what the people are saying but i don't i cannot i can't throw any daggers at at scruggs for leaving like he's he's doing what's best for him and 
that's fine. And the fans are going to be fans. Listen, that's me too. Like when I hear people going, I'm like, no, why would you do that? But you do it because that's what's best for you. Well, I mean, you know, good for them. You know, good good for them. I understand that's what they want to sort of, you know, show off. And Listen, Matt Perkins, I want to throw this back at you, though. Is it possible when Fickle says, I just thought of this, so it's not something that came up. Is it possible? Is it possible when Fickle says we want to build a culture where people stick around and do it? Michigan did that. They had no uh-huh. kids leave the transfer portal. Is it even possible outside of one school? Like, can that culture be built in today's day and age? Um, I think it depends. I mean, I think it's. I think anything is possible in this day and age. It's just harder, right? Because you because of the transfer portal because of nil opportunities because of the transient nature now of coaches as well which is one thing that we have to talk about right it's not just coaches i mean we've seen coaches moving around schools forever right but it's accelerated now where it used to be maybe you know unless there was your team was terrible and you had a mass firing of people and and new regimes coming in but you know you might lose one maybe two assistants in a, in the cycle. Now every program's losing three, four, five, either to the NFL, to bigger programs for better pay, whatever. And so we shouldn't be surprised by this. I think there are certain guys who will stick around for a while unless the team gets really bad. But, you know, especially with the younger coaches, like you can see why they would want to get, you know, keep rising the corporate ladder, right? Everyone wants to do that in their nine to five. Bernie, you're trying to, you're trying to rise the corporate ladder. I'm trying to, Everyone. you know, get higher, you know, we're, um, in, in my organization, we're all trying to do that. Right. And so, um, you know, that's, you know, it's just a fact it's, of life at this point. And so it's, it's every it's just it's happening every, to younger and younger people now. Now we see people young doing that people. At, yeah. The the new thing is they stay someplace for two years mm-hmm. and they go somewhere because they're going to get paid more and a title is going to change. And that is the that is what the landscape of working outside of coaching looks like. Yeah. And now, granted, my dad probably wouldn't understand that. No. Right. Like I get that. But we're in between that. I'm in between my dad and like a 25 year old. I get why they do that. First, you come out of college, you get paid terrible. And then, so we don't have to go into all these things, but I can understand why people want to, you listen, you want to climb the corporate ride. You want to be the offense coordinator one day. Maybe you want to be the D coordinator one day. You want to be a head coach one day. Some people are like, you know what? I'm happy as a clam right now. Just being an offensive line coach. coach. I'm just throwing that out there. Offensive line coach. Yeah, I'm just I, happy. I, I just want to do is, it. Is one where you, you guys stick around as offensive line coach. I think of like an Alex Mirabelle. Right, but, Type. So the question is like, do you do you hire young electric new coaches, or do you maybe go with a an old horse who might stick around for ten years? Listen, I think Coach Bickle is is figuring this out, and I think he's hiring guys that are going to be the best for our dudes right now. Yeah, and I think he's doing a good job. Listen, it's it is the landscape. It what, is. What, it's not like it's not happening everywhere else. What's I, I can't believe we keep talking about Michigan, but Michigan, what's his name left? And he took four guys with him right off the bat. And probably the best thing that's ever happened to Michigan was Ben Herbert. And now he's going to the chargers. So yeah. if you're, if you're going to tell me like, this is, this is not, it's, it's something just Wisconsin. No way. This is happening everywhere. Sadly, it's the landscape. It has become the NFL and we all have to swallow that pill and I know it's impossible and it stinks, but really like I think coach Fickle is going to build a culture that people are going to want to be at, but 
but not everybody. And I think that's going to happen a lot of places. Attention athletes. Do you want a frictionless and tailored financial planning experience to secure your future? Well, look no further. Introducing Oak Bridge Wealth Management, the premier financial planning firm for professional athletes. Led by wealth manager Chris Anasetti, our team provides a unique and comprehensive approach, ensuring your financial success both on and off the field. We understand the unique challenges you face as a professional athlete, from managing cash flow habits to planning major business purchases and navigating complex contracts. That's why we've developed a proven process, working closely with our strategic partners to provide seamless solutions for your unique financial journey. Our services evolve with your career, offering short, mid, and long-term goal setting, portfolio optimization, real estate investments, and more. As you transition to life beyond the field, we support you with career development and philanthropic ventures. But don't just take our word for it. Top NFL players like Chase Boulier, Tyler Biotish, Alec Ingold, and more trust Oak Bridge Wealth Management to guide them towards financial success. Troy Dye of the Minnesota Vikings says, I really love the work that Chris and the rest of the Oak Bridge group do. I especially like the honesty and transparency when it comes to setting up financial goals and plans that best fit my needs and situation. It's time to elevate your financial game plan. Connect with Chris on Instagram at OakbridgeWM underscore Anicetti. That's OakbridgeWM underscore A-N-I-C-E-T-E and join the winning team. Well, one of the places that I think they're building the most culture burn is in the weight room. Uh, you know, we are, I, I, I'd say we are at, at, at least buddies with Coach Collins at this point. We really love Coach Collins. Obviously, he's been on the show three times, and we're a big fan of him. And they are in amidst offseason workouts, and we're seeing, you know, Coach Collins' dudes of the week. We're seeing some of those speed numbers that guys are dropping and still early in the offseason having, I think it's like, you know, at least, I think it was like close to like 20 guys, you know, topping out at 20 miles and over 20 miles an hour. That's a really good sign. You know, some of these guys are getting faster and faster. Jake Cheney and Tyler Van Dyke, both, you know, over that 20 mile an hour mark on his latest one. That was something, man. That was something. Um, so I want to talk, though, with you, Burn, about, you know, a lot of this stuff because we're seeing a lot more social media come out about this. And I know you're big, you know. So I think some of the social media, though, that we're seeing is, you know, a bit of a point of contention with some of the old heads. You know, thinking that well, uh, I'm an old head. They, they don't. I'm they don't old look, head. Yeah, you're an old. We're. we're I, I think we're medium. Yeah, we're medium to old heads at this I'm point. But what do you like? What do you think? Like, what do you think about what well, you know? Listen, what, dude. What we're if you could here? not, Matt Perkins, if you could not take a picture and put it online yet, you are an old head. And I could not do that. I think my first picture is me. If you want to really talk, um, Carrie um, Fitzgerald uh, earmuffs. It's me at the college club, googly eyed like wasted um, and Brandon Williams is in the picture. That's my first picture of Facebook ever. I scrolled all the way back. Um, and that I, has to be in 2005, I would assume. No, I, I, so I, I was I, over 21. familiar with mine. Mine is from, mine is from 2004 for like fall 2004, having a, having a, again, you know, close your ears, but you know, doing things in the towers that were definitely not within uh, the rights of, you know, so maybe, my, my, my residence. So, so we're right on the cusp. We're right on the cross. Yes, exactly. We're right there. How, so, so my thought is, you know, as an old player, you were behind the scenes grinding. They never talked to you. Like there was no real press involved. 
you just said, guys, you know, like when they asked for press releases about dudes, you just said they're working on the weight room. Like there wasn't a lot. Tell me if I'm wrong, but there wasn't a lot from like January to spring ball, like out of the media for football. Like there no, just there's wasn't nothing. There, there was, was nothing. So, so the question is the world has changed dramatically from that point where you literally were in the weight room grinding. We were doing the same stuff these guys were doing a, a little bit different. Like we, like they don't wear shirts, which I actually love. Um, you know, they're, they're, they just have a lot of cool stuff out there. So for me, we were doing this stuff. We're grinding. We were competing against each other. Um, we were doing, we weren't pulling ropes, but we were doing a lot of things kind of like this. So I love seeing it. I think it's really cool. And as a person, as a player who could potentially play a college, don't you want to see this? Like you want to see what's going on. You want to see people fired up, energetic, hugging each other. Like this is all about teamwork and it makes things, I don't know, to me, it just makes things look like you want to be part of this team, this squad and this team. I think it shows off the camaraderie. I think it shows off the you know the it still shows off like i the i a lot of the i think ideals and things behind wisconsin football right tough you know hard work effort you know smart tough dependable kind of stuff right we, we've been talking about this that's been the motto for 30 years effectively or something along those lines and we're seeing a lot of that you know sort of advertising the program right because we you have to keep up with the times on social media guess what every other every other school ha- is doing something pretty similar to this but you know you're also getting from this you're also seeing like sort of what the technologies are like for if you're looking at a recruit everyone's in these catapult vests we know which are gathering tons of biometric data on um on the players and it's just it's really interesting to see sort of the guys going through this and the different exercises so i'm curious from you burn what are some of the things that you're seeing here that you were definitely not doing when you know under uh under coach alvey so, so we weren't doing these bikes. Um, uh, what are they called? Um, I hate these bikes. Whatever they're called, I hate them. Um, but we would compete, dude. I, you would line up. The, the whole weight room would line up on. You know, you you would have a guy you went against. Usually, it was like for we would do um, core holds, and it would be John Stockel for me. It's not fair. Yeah, of I'm 270 pounds. He's you know what 200 pounds. I'd say doesn't matter. We would line up. We would get into a core hold. I had my team on one side, his team's on the other. So you would you were penalized if you were, if you didn't beat your guy, and you were penalized if your team lost. So I remember once, and Bot told this, I held it five minutes. Imagine that, five minutes, and Stocko beat me. So not only did I break five minutes at a core hold, which is terrible, I also had to. I was penalized twice because I lost for my team and for my. Uh, and and me personally, but listen, you know, um, the 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 training, the bikes, having people compete, having people grind, that's how you win that bowl game, right? Like we're we're we are really resetting this culture, and from what I'm seeing here, you listen, this is social media. This is the best clips you're going to get. So I'm going off the best clips. These guys are all in. It looks like that, like they're all in, and I think that's the big step we're going to be taking from last year to this year. Right. You find the leaders. You get to know the dudes as they play football, not in the weight room. You get to know the leaders who played on that field now. And now you can now Brady and and company can really, you know, zero in on dudes and what we need to change and what we need to do. But all this competition is 
the importance of beating teams in the fourth quarter. Now, everyone's probably doing it, but I don't care about everybody. I want to watch what the Badgers are doing. So to watch this and to see this makes me very happy. Listen, we were doing it, man. We were doing it all. It's just, it's, it's, you can now look on your phone and see dudes doing it. Uh, for me, there's a couple things that I take away from it. I'm probably reading too much into it. But as someone with a filmmaking and media background, there's always extra meaning on, you know, who the camera is looking at. Why are we looking at this person? Why are we seeing this person? Who do we see a lot of here? Hunter Wooler. Hunter Wooler. Jake, Jake Cheney. Mm-hmm. Will Pauling, right? These veteran established guys leading off the field in the right. Hunter Wooler is clearly like, I, I freaking hate this term, but that dude's the freaking alpha on this team. Like that dude is, I, I, I love to see the leadership and now how much of that is, I know the cameras on me and there's a performance. I don't think in his case, it's anything at all. He's very natural in that. We've seen that in in the media from him before. So I'm I'm obviously a big fan of his both on the field and in this leadership role, right? When we met Jake Cheney last year at Squad Fest, dude, that guy was freaking awesome, right? And he mm-hmm. had a lot of those leadership. Um, uh, he had a, a lot of those me- leadership qualities as well. He's a, he's a vocal guy. He's um, you know just someone who's always kind of been like that. Again, he, the comparison for him has always been Chris Orr on and off the field, like stature, ability, uh, you know, the way, you know, the way that he plays, the way that he leads, the way that he talks, like everything about him, very Chris Orr like, and we all know how freaking awesome Chris Orr is. So, mm-hmm. you know, I like seeing that, especially because he's like one of two linebackers left in that room who had, or two or three that had, that took snaps last year. So I'm, you know, I'm fascinated to see that. And so the way that this linebacker room and these transfers assimilate into the program and see what happens are one of the big things that I'm looking forward to this spring and sort of looking forward to see how that all shakes out, especially in terms of depth chart on, you know, on the line at the linebacker position and at the defensive line position. Burn, what are some of the things that, you know, you are looking forward to the spring or questions that you want to see answered? Well, I think what one of the most important things that happened last year was Hunter Waller calling out pretty much the entire team. So I think that shows to to us, to fans, to everyone, the team was, you know, on the so maybe guys weren't bought in. Maybe guys were on the line. They were trying to figure it out. Maybe guys were bought in, but they couldn't figure it out. It just seems like there was a lot of maybe trepidation. I don't know if that's the right word, but like. So so what do I want to see come out of that? I want to see come out of that with a team that is bought in yeah. and says, listen, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to grind. And it looks like from the social media, I'm going to grind. And I want to be the best player I can be for this team. And we have now a, a year plus, right. It'll almost be two years. It'll be a year and a half when we get into the season. And I think it was, a you, you're talking still probably jarring, right. To wake up one day and you have ex coach, then the next week it's Y coach and all new staff. I mean, that stuff is not normal. You came to school for these guys. And then, so I think that's, that was a big obstacle. And then you jumped right in and you didn't like, I would say people would probably be wary of that, right? Like you really gotta have your head on straight to be able to get through that. And that to me, you know, last season, not two seasons ago, you got to get through that, man. That was brutal to get through. And then a lot changed. So I think what I want to see is I want guys to be focusing on football. I think all this other background noises has is past us. 
right? And and I want to see a spring team. I want to see the offense better. I want to see guys getting reps, and I want to look at that game and be like, all right, we're ready to play Michigan, you know, coming up. Not saying we have to be fine-tuned, but I think last spring game and this spring game will be a big difference. Remember, that spring game wasn't wasn't anything to write home about. And that's it. And I want to take all that momentum and go into, you know, the summer, grind again, and then get right back into, you know, like the season that this season is is uh, a big one for us. A lot of big teams. It's huge. This season is well, huge. Huge. It's huge for a number of reasons. Now, I, th- I think we still have to give Coach Frickle a couple years to get everything in line. But to me, a lot is in line already, and he's done a lot of great things and bringing in new coaches. All of these things, to me, are important. And he's yes. done it. I mean, yeah. he's really done it. We, 60% took, of the players on the roster right now are guys that he brought in, right? It's more than half now. It's like 60% of the roster. And that is exactly what needs to happen. And you got me juiced up, and then you said that, and I forgot where I was going. But Sorry, buddy. That's um, what I do. It's not a big deal. I, it's not a big deal. Uh, I think – oh, and I, I was going to say, what, what, I, what, what he did in the offseason, he, he looked at his team and says, we need linebackers. We need running backs. We need these guys. We need D-line. And he literally went out and got him. And that to me is showing that – it's not saying, but it's showing me how much he invests in looking at his team and trying to build something that he can put on the field for next year that will be a percentage or way more, I think way more, better than what we saw last year. I think it's going to be an improvement. I am bullish on Tyler Van Dyke, especially. Um, I, I I really like I like Tyler Van Dyke. I liked him when he was a freshman. I think that Longo is going to be able to unlock him. I know there were quarterback issues last year, but I think he, he, I, I've espoused my theories about why the offensive timing was off enough in the if for anyone who's listened to us for a while, including my dogs who are right here next to me, uh, uh, who have decided to come into my office and uh, and join the podcast. Give me like three pieces that you think are going to be like put in. Let's talk about offense right now. Uh, three pieces that you think are going to be put in that are going to be those pieces that change. I mean, th- there's a number I have. I, I have more, but who, like, who do you think like um, a Jake position Renfro. or Jake Renfro? It, it, to, to me, it's Jake Renfro at center. That's um, right. I was going to say Renfro to start at yeah. the line. He's going to make a Ren- walk. Renfro at center. Um, I'm really, really excited about the growth of the tight ends. Um, I'm really excited about the growth of the tight ends. And I I just want a fully healthy Chez for a year. If we get a fly, fully dude, are we- healthy Chez. Because we've been doing this together for like three I know, years. Kind of, yeah. Those are all my – and the other P- – Chez is for sure – um, I think Tyra Van Dyke is another one, but he was my fourth. But I think Renfro to start because he's he's going to change. Look, the line looks so much better in the bowl game, and I have to say it's because he was there. Yeah, I'm with that, you. I'm, I'm just throwing it out there. I don't know, but I'm saying him. Um, I say that the tight end group 
man, those two guys coming in are going to make that group so much better. Yeah, I, I'm I'm curious to see because they're both there early enrolled as well, which I think is, which is a which is a big thing to because I think it's going to. Well, I huge. love Book as yeah. receiver. He's skinny guy though. He's going to need to add a little bit of weight. Steck's already a beast, man. Steck's up to two. He messaged us after we did the thing with Clint. Yep. He messaged us saying he's already over two sixty five. Dude, that guy is going to be an absolute animal. And uh, McGowan, the transfer from LSU, is someone who the staff. Uh, recruited really heavily when they were at Cincinnati. So, you know, and has been high on for a long time. So um, we got to get out of here uh, wait, in a second. Wait, 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 no, 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 no. One more. Kekahuna. Trash. Dude, that guy did a lot of things in the bowl game. Trash and Vinny and, Anthony. Trash, Vinny Anthony. And Vinny Anthony. No, but Vinny Anthony to me is, he's a, he's a staple because he's already, he's been doing things. Kekahuna to me came out of nowhere and caught like five balls. I'm like, and he was open on scrambles. Yep. I love that. Some dude who can get open is huge. wait, Real quick, Matt Perkins, we can't skip out on the defense. Okay, let's do it. Uh, I mean, linebacker, linebackers galore, right? Linebackers galore, and Elijah Hills, the transfer from Albany, who I'm super high on at uh, just anywhere on the defense. Dude, I don't even know why I asked you this question because I got nothing. To, I think it's D line and it's the front guys. That's it. Yeah, it's the front guys because we know those defensive the backs are, are beasts, man. Yeah. Like I, the, 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 those defensive backs are beasts, and I'm ex- I want to see. How much I want to see Kamoy Latu grow a little bit more, right? We know he's a hard hitter. Um, I want to see him get you know a little bit more instinctive in coverage and wrap up a little bit more because he hits harder than dude most of like mm-hmm. the freaking defensive linemen on this team and the linebackers. But I want to see him. I, I want to see him take the next step next to Hunter Wohler. Um, I think we're going to get a lot of. Uh, it's going to be interesting as well as the slot corner. That's the other position that I'm most interested in because Matry played basically every snap last year at slot corner. What does the team do there in the space three, three, five, where they have to start with a, with a nickel corner or a slot corner, whatever you want to call it. Um, they've got the transfer from Toledo uh, Delancey, who looks to be in line with that. But, you know, we saw Austin Brown play there. Who's a safety, but we saw him play there in the bowl game. I'm excited to see what happens there. Owen Arnett as well, you know, was listed in the two deep all of last year. He is a freaking grinder. Love that kid. So I'm excited to see what happens at. Do you think both, the offense like outside- or the defense who, who who recruited better, offense or defense? Defense. But it's I close. What's I don't know, of, man. What's Kevin Haywood. <laughs> Kevin Haywood, <laughs> offensive lineman. I, I, you know, I get jacked up about offensive line. Kevin Haywood, the offensive lineman, to me, like, he's doing things. Like, he, I mean, he's future LT1 material. Like, he's future left tackle one. Like, maybe even starting his second year on campus after Jack graduates. Like, this kid might be too good to keep off the field. Like he is so we, like more. I see him maybe playing some jumbo tight end as a freshman, a la Dave Edwards on the bills this year, just mm-hmm. someone who's a freak athlete and you, you just can't keep him off the field with the athleticism. That's the other thing I, I'm excited about. So, I mean, recruiting though, I, I, I think what tips it to me at the, was getting Ernest Willer at the last minute, the defensive end out of Maryland who could be, and Emilio Ogar, like th- those two kids are potential top hundred kids in the country at their, Oh, so excited, Bernie. So jacked up. I think we just I think we took a look and said we need way more help on the defense and we attacked the defense. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, but I would say it's it's neck and neck, but I think yeah. the defense too. I would agree with you. And I'm gonna pronounce it right. It's Agard, Agard, Agard. I, I keep saying Ogard. I was saying Ogard forever. I'm sorry, Emilio. Emilio Agard out of the Illadelph, who, you know, he's a kid who might be in the two deep as well. Um, and the growth of Amari Snowden. That's the one other thing I want to see, who was the highest rated corner in the class last year, kid who Flipped to Wisconsin after he was originally committed to Cincinnati. Played both baseball and football. Who's got all the athleticism in the world? I want to see if he's 
if he's out there playing on an island, even though they've already got some pretty established guys. So that is going to wrap it up here for a uh, quick Believe in Badgers on the Believe Network presented by betonline.ag and Oakbridge Wealth Management. Please uh, like, subscribe, rate, review, wherever you are watching or listening to this. Uh, it really helps us grow. Um, make sure you're following us on socials, uh, Twitter, Instagram, at Believe in Badgers. Uh, hey, even on TikTok now. We're on TikTok at Believe in Badgers too. Uh, so we appreciate y'all t- tuning in. And until next time, on Wisconsin. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.